You're listening to the NASM CPT Podcast with Rick Ritchie, winner of the Share Care Emmy Award for Social Storytelling and the official podcast of the National Academy of Sports Medicine. Hey, y'all, and welcome to the NASM CPT Podcast. My name is Rick Ritchie, and I want to tell you what you should do to reach your goals. Well, not really. This actually came from an email that I got from Local Noon Enterprises about scaling intensity back. Uh, And it really got me thinking. So I apologize to you because I'm literally not answering your question. I'm just going to lead you down a path of what you said that got me thinking about something else, which is why are we working out so hard sometimes? And why are we restricting our workout so much sometimes to a specific, I'm supposed to do this? Uh, And scaling back the workouts, yeah, sometimes you got to do that in order to step forward. Sometimes you can be overtraining. Sometimes uh, you can be over uh, exhausted. But it's not about that. It's it's the intensity and the way that we work out and the supposed tos around it. So, for instance, my business partner at the gyms, Mark Miller, he loves intense workouts. That's who he is. All right, that's what he lives, it's what he breathes, it's what he eats. Intense workouts, he loves it. He comes in, pulls out the bike, and nobody else, not even doing it with anybody else. He just goes for 30 seconds on, 30 second off intervals on the airdyne. Crushes it. And then he puts the bike away, and he's like, okay, oh man, I'm exhausted and sweaty. And then he trains three or four people and gets a break in his day an hour break and he goes okay now it's time to hit my resistance training i'm like whoa that was that what you did earlier was enough of a workout in my estimation but that's who he is that's what he loves it is not even necessarily anymore what you're supposed to do it is who you are it is a part of your identity but i asked the question about people and their needs because there's always a need to fight against something. And this is what people do. And people do what other people tell them they should do because we love shooting on people all the time. And I'm just going to should you on this and that. And so people will say this, I am trying to fight. They don't say it, but this is, this is the takeaway. They're fighting and they're living their life to fight against carbs or they're fighting against fat or they are against gaining weight. And ultimately, really, when you start thinking about this, people are fighting against themselves. They're fighting against uh, who they are in some instances. Uh, and, And that's, I am somebody that likes to eat carbohydrates. I am somebody that it maybe it is overweight. I am somebody, and they, they fight against themselves. And I'm not saying that you can't look to better yourself in whatever way that you desire. But it's this fighting against that can be pretty tragic in many ways. And here's what I say. Fighting against something without fighting for something doesn't really get you very far. And so if you spend your time fighting against you're going to find trouble. We see this all the time in the political world and way too often, if you ask me, with politicians fighting against ideas and they're fighting against directions and they're fighting against details and yet they offer nothing to be for 
or to stand for or to progress toward. And the reason I bring this up is because it's universal in many areas and in many sectors of life and people exercising, it's really not too different. People will fight against all sorts of things that do not have any effect on themselves. And they will fight because they heard somebody that says this and they look good, they look great, or they're super cool and I want to be like them. So I'm all meat, carnivore all the way, and you should do it too. I'm vegan, all fruits and veg, all the way, all the time, and you should do it too. Avoid carbs. Your body makes carbs, so you don't even need to eat them. Be like me and avoid carbs. Hit all the way. High-intensity interval training. Sweat. I create a pulse that is pounding so much that you could take your pulse with two fingers from your teeth. Work that hard. Be like me. David Goggins is my exercise muse. Be like me and follow his workouts. That way, we can also work out together and we can pay homage to somebody that works out really hard. And your workout should be that hard too. Band workouts, band workouts. There's the guy that says band workouts are way better than everything else and you don't need weights, just resistance. Be like me and do bands and bands only. Kettlebells will save you in any tactical situation you ever come in, life or death, land, water, and even air. If you find yourself falling from a, a helicopter or an airplane with a kettlebell, it'll save your life. Kettlebells are the only way to go. Be like me and do kettlebells. Only. Only do kettlebells. They'll save your life. <laughs> Suspension training. Foam rolling. Distance running. What? It doesn't matter. Fill in the blank with whatever somebody is whispering in your ear. Whatever so the people are yelling from the rafters. It's the wildest thing to me because if you think about this, people, the, these things come and go. They come and go. There's no staying power in any of this nonsense for the most part where this is the only way to be. And the only time people should be that way is because they've fallen in love with it. And just because you fall in love with something or someone doesn't mean that other people are supposed to do it the way that you do it. Why? Why should you fall in love with kettlebells the way that I do? Like, that's not your journey. It's not your path. And it's not my business whether you like kettlebells or not. Like, I just think that it works for me. And so it can work for you. Suspension training can work for you. All of these things that we do and teach and love that we connect to individually and then we try to sell that to everybody else. Like it's the way. Like many, many things in life. If there's only one way that somebody's doing something, they are likely trying to sell you something. So if they're saying that bands are the only way, that you can get jacked and you don't need to do other types of resistance training. There might be some truth to that, but you need to check and see if that link is trying to sell you bands. And I guarantee you it is.
look, bands work. Kettlebells work. Uh, vegan diets work. Carnivore diets work in some ways, but there's no balance in that. And then for some people, and many times, especially when we get to diet, there could be contraindications to doing things like that, where you say, this is the only way. Don't have carbs. You don't need carbs in your life. First of all, you probably won't enjoy life very much if you don't have carbs because carbs are amazing. Um, but finding these paths, like somebody's trying to sell you something. Well, what about NASM? Aren't they selling something? Yes, of course. The difference is that NASM is selling information that's researched, it's evidence-based, it's clinically proven, and it provides many options, many paths and directions to get places that are important. They're not popping up on others to sell their info. They're not you know, cutting other people down in order to build themselves up. That's like, you know, we can say that here's an opinion, right? Lat pull downs are good. Yeah, do them. But we may also say they're not as good if you do them behind the head. But the moment you say that, cue social media influencer. NASM says this is bad exercise, but I do it. And look how strong and good looking I am because I do it this way. Oh yeah, oh yeah, you, you maverick, you, you steely, steely beast, you. That social media influencers, it's kind of like this when they do these dumb exercises that look super cool, uh, and then they're saying without saying that they got fit by doing this exercise. But no, you didn't. You lifted heavy. Right, you worked out with intensity. You didn't sit around and do uh, kettlebell halos and figure eights through your legs. You're just doing things to appear cutting edge, and to get some likes on your social media page, and then you try to sell it as if that's the fitness way that you got to look how you looked. You know why? Because I don't know. Uh, doing deadlifts and squats and bench and, uh, you know, throwing medicine balls at the ceiling and doing thrusters and watching you run at high intent that those, those are, could be boring on social media. So I didn't post that. You just posted, here's a cool new exercise. And I gotta be honest, sometimes they are really cool exercises and how you got the way you looked. So when you go back to it and you want to say, okay, well, look, Rick, you said this is what you should do to reach your goals. Which, what should you do? Well, here's what you do. You learn to like and maybe even eventually love exercise, movement, and fitness. But how you do that is actually really challenging. So I'm going to suggest this. I'm going to suggest that you start with something that's simple and enjoyable, and then progress from there. Start with something simple, start with something enjoyable, and don't listen to the people that are telling you, this is the only way you should ever do it, this is the only way, this is what I do and this is what you should do. This is what I do and this is what you should do. And that's how you get that list of nonsense where, and it's not nonsense, like all of those things have a place in some way but you haven't developed to that yet. 
Why? Because some people really love distance running. They go to sleep at night dreaming of getting up at 5 a.m. to go for a run. Some people do that. Why? Because that's who they are. It is who they have become. It is part of their identity. It is how they exist in this world now. It's meditative. It's challenging and relaxing at the same time. But not for you. So that's not what you should do yet. You should find something that's simple, and I'd say running is that, and then something that's enjoyable, which is maybe running for 20 yards. And then you go, all right, now I'm done. Then that might be all you need to do, but all you need to do is find something that you enjoy that you can do again. And it can be small, and it can be simple, and it can be repeatable. And you do it again. And then you do it again. And you say, I like it. And maybe 30 yards is a little bit better for me. Well, Rick, what is 20 yards going to do? It's going to do more than zero. You'll hear me say it all the time. A little bit of something's better than a whole lot of nothing. It's, it's going to do more than nothing. And it's going to show you that you can. And then maybe you start to like it. Maybe you start to think, oh, it's not so bad. And then maybe you run that 30 yards instead of 20 yards. And then maybe you build up to a quarter mile and maybe a mile. And maybe you just do a mile for a year, two days a week, one day a week initially, two days a week, and then maybe three days a week. And then I think you know what I'm saying. You don't have to win at exercising, but you have to learn to really want to enjoy the journey, not just the end result. Because if all you do is focus on the end result and you don't reach it in a timely manner, what are you going to do? Or are you going to quit? Because you want to hit a result instead of enjoy a journey. And so that's what so many things are as, as people exercise and they want to get somewhere they want to get to the end result. We should be results focused. We want to help people get outcomes. But I'm going to be honest, one of my favorite things to do is just try to help people learn to love movement, learn that their body provides a great series of feedback mechanisms that allows their, uh, their brain to work better, that allows them to feel elevated, that allows them to feel accomplished, and then to want that, and sometimes want that more than they wanted the weight loss or the muscle gain or, or the, the reasons that people go in because they're trying to fight against the appearance of who they are. They're trying to fight against something and start fighting for something. Start fighting, fighting for something, be... Uh, be part of the simple and enjoyable approach and then add intensity and then lift <laughs> get your heart rate up and create balance in the force. Balance doesn't sell, does it? Balance doesn't sell. Nobody sells a bunch of bands by saying do bands in addition to your resistance training workouts that you already do. The bands really sell when you say, all of the resistance training is nonsense. 
And I know you're looking to build muscle and you've seen people build muscle for decades with dumbbells and barbells. But I'm telling you, that's garbage because I have a band to sell. And then we all go, whoa, we just got a band to sell and I don't need all of those things. In fact, bands are better than... Check that link, see if they're selling you something because I bet they are. Create balance. Balance doesn't sell, but balance should be consumed. Balance with your diet, balance with your movement, balance your waking and sleeping hours so that you are getting enough sleep, balance your recovery, balance your intensity, balance in the force. And eventually you will get to the point that you find what you love. And then if you find what you love, then that's, that becomes a, you find what you love, you get better at it and you enjoy the journey. I think that's really what we're looking at. Once you find what you love, you don't have to try to convince anybody else to listen to what you do and that this is what they need to do to get fit because you have to show some empathy uh, and know that their path is not your path. And that you can expose your path, right? You can say, I did this and I tried this and I tried this and this is what worked for me. And maybe it'll work for you. And maybe it won't. And, and I, I don't find anything wrong with trying to sell that. This is something I did. I enjoy it. And maybe you like it too. And maybe they will. And maybe they won't. And that's okay. But I will say that the biggest takeaway, if you're looking at um, you know, this fight against something, is to fight for movement that is enjoyable. Fight for movement that is enjoyable. And then once you can enjoy it, then start to challenge yourself. And maybe the challenge isn't as enjoyable, but the pride that comes from a challenge accepted and maybe a challenge reached and maybe an obstacle overcome, maybe then the pride of accomplishment is stronger than the challenge and some of the dislike that goes along with that. I was watching a guy, he takes care of my Soho location. He was working out with somebody on social and he was doing um, this kettlebell complex and this woman was next to him. And man, they were so serious. And the moment it was over, they finished and just a big grin across the face like, like that was fun. <laughs> like, wow, like, was this fun? That was, it was fun. Why? Because there's pride in what they accomplished. And that's something that we can all anchor onto. We can all hold onto that and understand that in other people that aren't where you are in the journey. Then maybe we need to engage. We need to have fun. We need to keep it simple and then push them to the point where they can be really proud of themselves and then celebrate with them. And sometimes they're not going to celebrate because they'll be like, oh, I saw Kelly do that. And that was, uh, mine was a lot less than what she did. And no, 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 I'm not comparing you to Kelly. I'm comparing you to you. I'm comparing you to you. And you're awesome. You're amazing. 
I love working with you, and I'm proud of you for what you've done. I don't care about Kelly over there doing what she's doing. I'm working with you, and I'm proud of you, and I support you, and you should be proud of you too. Oh, be there. Be there for the cheer. Be there for the accomplishment. And really get them to buy into the journey, not just the destination. Because it's really hard to get places if you can't commit to the journey. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it if you made it to the end of this episode. But this has been, this kind of weighed on me from a totally different question. And, and, and wanted to bring it up and, and find out, you know, why why we talk about these people that say that you should do certain things to reach your goals. And uh, if you've ever heard the phrase, you do you, then uh, I'm going to back you on that. And if you need support with that, then reach out to somebody. If you need a support as a trainer in this process, reach out to a mentor to help support you. If your clients need that, then you are the person, you're the trainer, be there for them. All right. Thanks for listening. Like, subscribe, share with your fitness friends and family. Leave a review. That that helps, actually. And uh, and I know some of you, many of you have done that. So whatever podcast platform you listen on, if you could leave a review, I'd appreciate that as well. Y'all keep inspiring people to fitness. Thanks for listening. This has been the NASM CPT Podcast. <laughs>